being a father, being a black father in America is very, very, is a lot more difficult than a lot of people think. Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> matter of fact, I do. Elliot. Yo, you're gonna have to get young, you're gonna have to get young Josh on one of these verses and do a remix of one of these. Yeah. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Brews and Banter Podcast, where the topic be the rocket and the brew. Well, that be the fuel. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, these niggas here. It's like <laughs> eating, eating chicken. Eating chicken. <laughs> brew crew. Chicken live and direct on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? What's going on, everyone? Hello, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Day to you all, too. Happy Father's Day, fellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to Rob in his bright ass light. You see how clear that nigga is? Yeah. Look at him. Ooh, he got a shine cool. spot on his Yo, forehead. You circles in his eyes. Look at him. <laughs> You got a shine spot because the light is hitting it like yeah, right there. That nigga gonna be sweating bullets by the end of this. Oh, I can see the look. I can see the circles in his yeah. glasses. See it? You see him? Yeah, he look like R. Kelly. I'm a flirt. <laughs> now, is it one? Is it one light or is it two? It's one. It's one. It was about. It is one. Of, it was part of my uh, Father's Day gift. A yes. new, a new tripod. That nice, nice. My uh, my uh, tablet and my uh, phone. So if I want to do, do want to do TikToks and re. Uh, and real you, and other YouTube videos, I'd be like, "Man, we're gonna smash that like button!" So I'm, I'm gonna get into it now. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, talk about. Right lighting, but I'm about to have a, a YouTube channel about something. Yeah. <laughs> Make it about okay. curtains and shit. Don't that, nobody care. Right. <laughs> Somebody will listen. Do challenges and shit. That's first of all, we're gonna do the yep. uh, eat not cinnamon challenge, but that's old. Oh, remember that? I never do that, it's kids. <laughs> never ever. That was pretty. Um, gonna, yeah, that was pretty bad. He gonna snort beer. Right. Ooh, snort, snort beer challenge. Uh, uh. 
Everybody be doing their challenge. Right. That yeah. <laughs> uh, this is episode 76 of Bruising Banter Podcast. I want to welcome everybody, everybody here. Uh, for those who've been listening Thanks, forever, thank you for listening. For our newcomers, thank you. what's up? Thank you. Okay. Okay. What I do, baby? Enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> um. <laughs> I hope everybody had a good Juneteenth as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, it was Father's Day weekend. Uh, once you pass this, well, when it drops on Tuesday, Father's Day have, would have passed. But happy Father's Day to all the listeners as well. Hope you yep. had a, an awesome Juneteenth. Uh, happy Father's Did some parades, did some barbecuing, some cookout, some spades, I heard. Listen to some black music because it is Black Music Month as well. Black Music Month. Yeah, That's right. You had it's um, all that. Yo, Lou, sit your ass down. All right, though. Where's he going? Like, I don't know. He's hungry or something. Look <laughs> at him. Multitasking, man. Multitasking. Sit down, brother. Like, sit down. He like his. Uh... Oh, y'all, y'all good, man. Stop. Don't worry about. Me. Don't nobody want. You know, I'm, you know, I'm the background me. stalker. I will stalk a background. Well, we gotta worry about you because when we say, "What was your drinking day, fellas?" and he like, Lou, <laughs> Lou, uh, uh, Lou. <laughs> Oh, that nigga's drinking air. I'm going to I'm a, I'm a call, I'm a call uh, Lou's mom. I'm just going to call her Mama Lou for now. You know, just call her Mama Lou. Um, Mama, Mama Lou's, Lou's Wi-Fi working good, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Lou's Wi-Fi is in full effect, baby. But hey, we had no mess up. Right. right. <laughs> oh. love, love my mama. Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, as always, before we start, I need to know. Yeah, what are we drinking today, fellas? Yo, what you drinking? Yo. You talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yo, you yo. talking to me? That's me. That's me. Uh-huh. So, what I got is from uh, Evil Twin Brewing Company, and this is the uh, 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 Kiwi Coconut Fizz, and this is a uh, um, uh, Weissen, a uh, Weiss. A Weiss? Is that how you say that? Weiss, Weiss. L? It's yep. Weiss. 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 Oh, yeah. Weiss, Weiss L. With uh, kiwi and coconut. This comes at a 5% alcohol by volume. And it's uh, very sweet, okay? Mm. And okay. what okay. it looks like here, a little on the hazy side. Yeah, it's really, uh, really hazy, actually. Okay. I thought it was my glass at first, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's real. It's um just real sweet. You can taste the co- coconut. You can taste the kiwi. Uh, the fizz. I don't know why. So why they call it fizz? Because to me, it ain't that really that carbonated. Mm. It did have some head on it when I poured it, but it's not. I would expect it to be like one of those ah, clear your throat type drums. Right. But it's not. Gotcha. But it's good. And I would pass me another one of these. <laughs> And I'm upset that I don't have another one, okay, guys? So this is one of the ones I had on the side, too. So on the side, as my second beer was from, is a uh, it's still water in, in uh, a collab with Stillwater and Evil Twin Brewing Company. And this, I only got it because it was some weird shit. It, like, I like to taste the weird shit. So you see the big-ass piece of meat on the front of the can, right? Right. Because this is an imperial stout with molasses, sea salt, and beef jerky. Mm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And this is a 12 percenter. Yeah. And I saw your face. I saw your face. So that sounds special. A, yeah. This is a, 
I, what's the name what of it? Of, yeah, what kind of beer, what kind of beer is it? Like what style? It's, it's stout, it right? is a it's a stout. Yeah, yeah. it's a stout. Imperial, okay. Yeah, Imperial okay. stout. Yeah, but it's called in turf. Oh, There's no surf. It's just in turf. Oh, in turf. Uh, uh, yeah. Got, uh, got, <laughs> uh, got, uh, uh, Dan, what are you drinking on? Oh, man. I am drinking on a, uh, watch the word play, a uh, cherry Seinfeld. Uh, this is a stout. This is a lighter body stout. Um, some of the characteristics. What's happening to you? We can't hear you. Uh, you can't hear me? Oh, there you go. There we go. Sorry. Right. I don't know what happened. Now it's my turn to have oh, no. I think because you, you turned away. You turned away from the Oh, table. okay. Okay. Um, this is the uh, Cherry Seinfeld out of Manitou Brewing um, out of uh, Manitou Springs, Colorado. Um, we'll get into, you know, how I was able to obtain this later. But this is a uh, uh, like a, a lighter body summer stout, they call it. Uh, this the flavors and characteristics is uh, chocolate flavors uh, finished with dark cherries, um, and this comes in at a uh, 5.3%. Um, nothing special on the can, just a label. Um, but uh, shout out to our good friend and um, uh, I guess you would say guest uh, Vince right. Turner came on the show who was in uh, Colorado all last week and uh, picked up a few uh, brews for us out of the. Colorado region, so this is definitely a pass me another. Uh, I'm being blessed with all these uh, glasses. I got a Father's Day uh, gift glass from Lou a week ago. Now I'm drinking out of a, 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 a vintage uh, Devonair and the Great Bruising Banner uh, Pilsner glass that I got today. The etching is a little hard to see with the crown, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this crowd. What does right it say? Your name on there? Yeah, you know it's got that the great on there, baby. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of, um, that look like a Guinness glass. You know the good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah oh. <laughs> this thing is this thing is delicious. This beer is delicious. <laughs> All right, look what you got. Uh, I got the strawberry lager from Albita or Albita Brewing Company out of Louisiana. Okay. Louisiana, uh, yeah, Louisiana. That was uh, my in honor of uh, Juneteenth. Shout out to Harriet Tubman. Uh, it's a four point two. But it's a lager mixed with strawberries from Louisiana. Um, it's very good. Uh, it has a subtle taste of the strawberries in the back, but it's uh, more of a lager. You can taste that in it. Uh, this is what it looks like in the glass. Um, yeah, it's good, though. Pass me another real light refreshing for a nice summer Sunday. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I am why, is it hard to answer, why is it hard to answer the phone in the bathroom? Because the P is silent. What are you drinking on, Rob? What? That's a, <laughs> like horrible, dad joke. that's a horrible dad joke. I don't even get it. That's what, it, that's what it's supposed to be. What are the good dad jokes? What the fuck? What? That's probably good. I didn't jokes. get that joke. I, I got more. I, I right. want to understand. First, Why is it first? hard to answer the phone in the bathroom? Because the P is silent. The P in Thank phone. You. Thank you, Dad. Uh, Thank you, Dad. <laughs> Oh, in the pee, you're in the bathroom. What do they call a home? <laughs> I, I, I got it now. It's a horrible joke, but I got that it. Was, that was dumb. Today. Oh, so you just going just you just going to ret the um. Yeah, yeah you know how he did. No, he. I think that was great. He said, "Quick, let me insert joke." Bam, shoot it in, Rob. Bam. 
annual Father's Day episode, but the last time we had one, I was doing the same thing. Yeah, dad jokes. He did. You know how? Remember, even Black History Month. That's how he do. Bam. Right. right. Do the back a fact. Bam. Here's a fact. There you go. Gotcha. But back. What you What you drinking on today? Uh, I am drinking from um, Kushwa Brewing Company. It is called Indian Winter. It is an American porter. Uh, it's brewed with coffee, cinnamon, and vanilla. It's seven four seven point four percent alcohol by volume. They are out of Williamsport, Maryland. Uh, they actually are one of the uh, breweries that are participating in the uh, Weathering Souls Black is Beautiful uh, beer initiative. So let me. Uh, Try to go and support, and I and this is what it is. It is a port. It's pretty dark. Uh, you can't even yeah. see the bruising banter. Uh, oh, yeah, no, oh, uh, right on in. Black on black on black. Yeah. Black on black. Black on black. Blackity blackity black. For real. That's right. Shout out to CB4. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dude, what was, a dumb movie to shout out! <laughs> well, that, that movie underrated. <laughs> it's, it's underrated. That movie is almost a classic. All right, <laughs> it got better with age. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it back then too, though. So I'm not. Really I did too. I liked it back in the day. It still was dumb though. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was about with the big biscuit. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same with your big ass biscuit. <laughs> Yo, I said that one time and Kelly was like, What? <laughs> you could have shown it in video right there. <laughs> How did you weigh a millennial? How, Rob? In Instagrams. <laughs> oh. In Instagrams. <laughs> I like it. I like that one. <laughs> that was good. Uh, uh, in Instagram. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna just jump in there like but I was like, that's what you just did, so why not? What? Why not? Um, I like you know, I got one. I got one. Why don't eggs tell jokes? Because they be cracking they crack each other up. <laughs> I know something, <laughs> something with cracking it. Uh, I got one, I got one. Why did crack eat across the street? To get to the crack? <laughs> I don't know. They're cracky. <laughs> <laughs> All the top of the dome. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> you know why I don't trust stairs? Because they're always up to something. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Actually, actually, it's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, that's that giggle right there. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, uh, it is Father's Day, and being four uh, fathers on the podcast, um, I was watching a documentary on. I guess it's Apple Plus. I guess it's Apple Plus. Is that what it's called? Apple yeah. Plus. I think um, yeah. And there's a documentary called Dad, uh, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, obviously Ron Howard's daughter, um, but it had um, some celebrities, but it also had some real life dads on the on the, the documentary, and it had it had a gentleman from J- um, Japan, um, had um, two uh, two two uh, two gay fathers uh, raising uh, three uh, black children or four black children. Um, it also had a gentleman who, and some of them were stay at uh, stay at home husbands or dads. Um, so it was very interesting. Uh, there was one gentleman. He has a blog, I believe. It's called uh, Belief and Fatherhood. 
Uh, so mm-hmm. it's been real popular, I guess it was. Not, and, and I don't know if anybody remember see remember seeing the one where the uh, the dad was in the mirror with his son, and the son had like had like a um, I guess like a uh, something for his, I guess his breathing or, or his, use the bathroom thing on his uh, on his stomach. So he put it on there too, and they were brushing teeth in the mirror. I don't know if anybody remember <laughs> seeing that, uh, but he was part of the uh, episode as well. I'm mean, the documentary. It was really good. Um, then it has some celebrities on there as well, talking about, um, fatherhood, like, um, Will Smith, um, Kenan Thomas, Thompson, um, what's the other guy's name? Judd Apatow, um, Jimmy Fallon and, um, Colin, Colin O'Brien, Colin, Colin, Conan, Conan O'Brien, Conan, Conan the hair guy, the guy with the late night, the hair. Right. And, and also Ron Howard was on there as well. Um, Talking about uh, him being a father, as well as uh, his uh, his son, as well. Uh, it was very interesting. But one of the questions, oh, and Hassan Minaj was on there as well, uh, talking about being a father because he is a father of one. Um, but one of the questions they asked everybody, and I want to ask you gentlemen as well. Uh, one of the, the questions that they asked everybody <coughs> was actually, yeah, I guess it was a question, but it was like complete the sentence. Really, it was a father is. And then mm-hmm. they would say, what do you think, as a father, what do you think a father is? And they had some unique um, perspectives. Some of them were, some had similar themes. Uh, but I wanted to ask you for three gentlemen. Uh, and we can start whoever whoever wants to go first. Uh, a father is. Um, well, to me, a father is a, uh, a teacher, a, uh, a protector, um, Smack the kids around her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a disciplinary. <laughs> when necessary. Yes. Rhyming. Look at y'all rhyming. Uh-huh. Disciplinary when necessary. Yeah, yeah you know, that's how we do. Necessary. You know, we got to get it for rhymers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, a father to me is like, uh, I don't know, like, it's. A father's a lot when you're being a father. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, it is other things that, uh, I don't know. I, you know what, who, what I would rather ask a kid? What is a father to you? <laughs> to see what they say. Right. right. <laughs> but yeah, I really feel like the protector part in the, uh, the teacher because that's like two of the I, main things. I would totally, I totally agree with you, Yoda, those two things. I also think a father is, uh, in my opinion, a father's consistency. Mm-hmm. You all always want to um the good fathers like the four of us like i really think the three of you guys are very great examples of dads uh so shout out to you three um thanks brother no problem i appreciate y'all but um consistency man like we're always there we're we're always there for our kids if they have different games sporting events band dances Mm. like i see you guys there like taking pictures of your girls taking pictures of your sons with you guys like Mm. being a father is important and it has to be important to the father in order for the kids to see it. And the kids don't really know until they really have children of their own or until they're grown enough to see other parents of their own age. So I would say consistency. A father, a father, a good father is consistency. Yeah. 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 Those uh you guys I can echo everything that you guys said, uh just to add to it. Um, you know. Uh, a father is a, you know, protector, a provider, um, I, uh, a coach. Um, but I also think that, um, you know, a father is also um, a student as well, because 
to be, you know, a, to be a good father, you first have to, you know, uh, see it for yourself um, and, and kind of to, to, you know, to end up to be to be that example. Um, and I guess also to be a student, you have to be a student of your uh, even to your child a bit because you're <clears throat> learning some of the um, aspects or their experience um, as they're going through it. So some of it is uh, just being, um, you know, flexible, accommodating, um, you name it, kind of all those adjectives because, uh, you know, as, as we all heard, there is no real playbook or rule book to define exactly what uh, that looks like. Um, so it's all about kind of being um, kind of being that juggler, uh, so to speak, when it comes to being a father. Uh, being very uh, just open to, uh, you know, change and what and what comes at you that you, you know, that you stay cool as a fan and you, uh, you know, you kind of keep things in perspective or, or order, uh, so to speak, because, you know, kids can be kids can be a bit flighty or emotional when they don't know how to do things. So it's our job to kind of be that to be that kind of that ice cooler or that chiller to, uh, you know, kind of make sure that they know that everything's going to be all right um, and be protected from as much as possible. So. Right. So echoing everything that you guys said though, yeah. I appreciate, you know, just you guys being uh, good examples. Cause I think I've probably seen you guys all in action enough to take a piece out of your playbook. Uh, we all have different uh, ages, age groups in terms of our kids. Uh, and I always say to people at work, like I'm at the, I'm at the very, very, uh, you know, first end of the spectrum where, you know, I hear people talking about, oh, man, I'm, I'm writing that last check for, you know, college, or I'm writing this last, you know, I'm doing this or that, whatever. And this is good to actually know that that's something I got to look forward to. But um, uh, again, for, for everybody here, we all have children at different spectrums. So I'm, uh, you know what I was thinking about? I had to see. What it, what That's it, crazy. I'm the youngest on the podcast with the oldest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you was out there. You was out there at a young age, boy, putting your back back. He was out there shooting the clubs early. <laughs> Y'all niggas waited until it was only 35 and up to get in the clubs. I was in there when it's 21. That's right. <laughs> um, right. You was, you was bull an extra hard. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. It was funny because um, thinking about the uh, the documentary, one of the two, and, and I guess hold I up, say, hold up, Rob, hold up, Rob. I want to interrupt you. What you, what do you think? You didn't say you. Oh, what yeah. I, what do you think? What I think, and, and, and some of it's kind of touched. You, I mean, you all touched on some a lot of things in terms of consistency. Being present is always a father <laughs> is present. Um, no, no matter what, even though if you're tired, um, and and you coming home from a hard day's work and they're ready to play, you gotta be ready to play as well. Um, yep. and, and especially, especially, when especially when they're younger, right? Um, you are the, the role model, uh, for, um, for your, if you have a son, you are the, the, the man that, um, they look up to and see who, how to be a man. And, and for uh, your daughters, they see, uh, a man and how a man is supposed to treat you. Um, yeah. and, and, and so, and so it's, they're very important in terms of, so when I was watching the documentary, and this is what I think about, and and, and obviously they're they're role models for sure. Uh, that a father is a role model, and um, protector, and, and um, sometimes provider, uh, and, and and even if you're a stay at home dad, you're still the provider of of something, even if it's not financial. You are providing that comfort, that uh, stability, um, and all that. 
But one of the things that, uh, or two things, two people said things that were very profound to me. And one was uh, Hassan Minaj, where he said his father was a compass. So he, and so I guess it was like his true north uh, in terms of how and how to be, how to guide and how to become a dad and how to be a true dad. And so I thought that was pretty. That's that's uh, that's deep, right? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I kind of like to piggyback off it. I think it is ever evolving. Like I didn't growing up when I first like was born until I was about eight. I had a great relationship with my dad, and then my uh, growing up years until my twenties, like I hated my pop. And uh, now he's one of my best friends. Like the evolution and the the be able the longevity of fatherhood, you always get a chance to be the dad that you always want to be. You just have to you have to reach out to your children to, to be the dad. So yeah. all you guys who don't talk to your kids that are listening to this podcast, call your kids today. It don't matter at this day. Like you be you'd be the olive branch. You're the oldest. You're the one that brought the kids into the world besides their mother, of course. So you guys reach out and and be the better dad. Start today. Like whatever bad things happened in the past with the baby's mom or whatever situation it is, man, just just go out and be a good dad like, and just yep. be there. Be it's call. A, it's, they hang up yeah. on you, keep calling. Keep calling. Because right. me and my dad had that. Like, I, yeah. I would hang up on him. Like, I don't need you, blah, blah, blah. And he was the first person I called this morning. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it it comes full. It can come full circle all the way back around. Yeah. So, right. When he said that, when he said a compass, I was like, well, shit, I must have been, must be in the wilderness. Because <laughs> 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 I was in a good room. <laughs> I wasn't hey. a compass at all. He <laughs> <laughs> was a compass to the, go this <laughs> way. Nope, go another way, bro. <laughs> well, you, it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because um, I, I got to see kind of, uh, in both sides too, similar to what Lou was saying. You know, I had that presence uh, very early on, and probably up till about three or four, that shift happened. Just the dynamics of our family um, and separation occurred. So I went through that phase of where it was like, Dad was at earshot or at 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 some distance, but he wasn't, you know, in the household uh, to where you know it caused that rift. But to Lou's point, it kind of came full circle for me, too. Um, and I think what it was is when I became, you know, an adult. And even I'm going to tell you, you know, Scripture was kind of one of those things that actually um, helped guide me. But it was the reading of Scripture to say that once, you know, once you start to look at the fact that we're adults and that you look up to your parents like they're superheroes or like that they can do no wrong. And they like they're supposed to be like the, you know, the you know, again, they're that superhero, but then when you, when you become an adult yourself, you realize that they're just an adult and a human just like you, and it's like, oh, they got faults and flaws. They're not perfect. So so you start to kind of, you know, uh, you know, just kind of uh, not sympathize, but in a way you start to look at it like, oh, well, you know, they they know different than me, even at the end of the day, when you kind of look at them as this, you know, that kind of this super person that, that, that had it all under control. And I think that that's what you know. You 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 realize becoming a parent and an adult yourself, right? And I, and I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I mean, we, he was there in the beginning. It's not like he was. Like, I yeah. do know. Who, I do know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but sometimes yeah, the that negatives was, can help you be still less, you still the negatives the can turn into positives yeah, well, because if you it, see something wrong you're like you know what I'm going to do my darnest to not do that you know what I mean that's why I was saying about the broken compass the broken compass because I mean he may have been a compass, but we chose just not to follow the direction he was pointing us. Right. Correct. Because, well, and, and, and sometimes, and it's, sometimes it's the best correct. thing a dad can do is yeah. like, just do the opposite. Sometimes right. you got to just do the opposite right. and yeah. be, to be the best dad that you can be. Right. So, and just like a broken uh, watch, it's um, correct at one point. So, I mean, there was uh, right. uh, a, yeah. at one point I get you right there. And um, right. another, um, Another person who said something profound on the the podcast, I meant the podcast, the documentary, uh, Dads, it was uh, Will Smith, obviously Mr. Uh, Quotable himself. Uh, he, yes. he said, yes. uh, he said um, my uh, father is a master gardener. And when he said that, I was like, oh, that's pretty deep because he went on to explain it because he was saying that uh, a farmer or a gardener, they plant the seeds and right. they help it grow. Mm. They help it grow. But you help it grow to be to, to be exactly what it's supposed to be, not right. not what you want it to be. Because so you, you can't it. make a uh, strawberry plant become a cucumber plant because mm. you want it to be a cucumber plant. You have to water it and let it grow to be the best Manifest it can be. Uh, they got to be a strawberry. They right. got to be the strawberry. They gotta right. Be the strawberry. right. And I was like, yo, that's right there. Is, that's a bar, right? Yo, there. but I'm gonna yo. tell you this: having the oldest DC. child out of all of us, sometimes them vegetables and them fruits <laughs> don't fucking listen. Okay. <laughs> You can try to help them grow to be the best fruit that they can possibly be. But mm-hmm. sometimes, they just, sometimes but, you, just gotta, you gotta let them grow. Well, yo, let me, let me, yeah, let me ask you this: like you, you've been, you've been teaching him, and you've been his dad for eighteen, nineteen years, and is is that rebellious time where he's just like, I got it, like he think he a man, right. like that eighteen year old style, but in the back of his mind, he know. He if I got something, to, if I got a real question, I need some help. I'm gonna call my dad. I'm gonna call. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you taught him well enough that he got. He know he gonna do make mistakes on his own. He gotta be a man on his own. But he know he always. You always got his back. And I think that's oh, yeah, the hard part. Like, he, and it's for you. Like, I'll, he always been listening to me. And now he think he grown. He ain't listening to me. It and it's like, what the? Like, I'm telling you, bro. And but like, I, I, I told. Uh, I forgot who I was talking to. We was having a conversation. And so I don't even remember what it was exactly that had to do with my son. But they was like, what you going to do? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And I said, because this is my first time having an 18-year-old. Like, I grew up yeah. with this nigga. Like, at the end of the day, we grew up together because I was yep. only 20 when I had him. And so it's right. like, this whole time, I'm still growing up as you're growing up. So it's right. like, right. Man, I don't know. I'm like, yo, this is my first time having an 18. 17, 18, I don't even remember how old he was at the time, but I was like, this is my first time having a 17-year-old. I don't know. I was just having right. <laughs> to figure it out. Like, <laughs> but was, I say that because uh, Dev said the um, there uh, were students, too. Oh, and students, that's what, what, I, what I was thinking when he said it because I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, that's true because I had to figure out how to maneuver with him just because I was trying to figure out what I was doing myself in the in the meanwhile while I'm trying to raise them at the same time. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Damn. yeah, that makes sense. That student makes sense. Student to student to parenting, right? Yeah. That's a that's a school or institution as parents that you you never graduate from. You just keep going. Right. It's like right. yep. you never graduate from it. Never. You know, I'm a I'm a parent at at, at of, of a kid that's 39. I'm a parent of a kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it just keeps going. Yeah. Right? Hey, and I mean, and so, so that it, I definitely recommend uh, if you 
check out <laughs> Apple uh, TV and and okay. check out the documentary. It's it's really really well done. Uh, it really spoke to me. Uh, I enjoyed okay. it. I finished watching it this morning. I started it last night. I think it came out came out on. What's it Thursday. called? It's called Dads. Dads. Oh, Dads. Apple, okay. Apple Plus TVZ. Um, speaking of Apple TV, <laughs> Apple Plus uh, TV, TVZ. Uh, on TV. Uh, and this is kind of jumping jumping over from other things, uh, but Apple TV did debut their uh, HD edition of Versus uh, on June. Oh. Um, so you could, if you, oh had, yeah, I saw it. You, if you had, uh, if you have Apple TV, you could watch um, John Legend and Alicia Keys in HD. We did that side by side. Yeah, they were side by side doing their thing. I always forget that. I don't know why I think because I guess they're from New York that um, Swiss and. Uh, Alicia live in New York, but I, they live in L- in California as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I just think in my head that they should be in New York, but they should be in New York. No, no one lives in New York. No, no. They have a, no. I'm sure they have a house there, but they like oh, right. yeah. no one lives there. It's warm, it's warm weather over here. <laughs> right, we can go there all the time, all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, and I, I mean, I, I watched the verses. It was a great verses. Um, I don't know why it seemed like John was playing a lot of his hits. On a lot of his songs, he was just going doing a lot of features. I didn't understand that part. I mean, he did. Like, yeah, I saw that. He had good stories, though. Yeah. He had good stories in terms of how he got on. I think he's, you know, you know, he, he, you know, they both illustrated and kind of told that backstory well, and you kept to keep you kind of engaged. Uh, so, but that young man, <laughs> he don't have a stitch of rhythm. Oh, he does not. <laughs> she, her, her, hers is a. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. But see, I was like, is it because we're looking at it stream, being streamed and no, it's a little off? Right. Right. All he like, had was that good bang. I, said, I, said, I thought maybe I mean, it was delayed a little bit. He did, stay in his lane. he did stay in his lane, though. Yeah, he never he never <laughs> did. Even oh, in, yeah, he stayed in his lane. Even in concert, he does that. I don't know what that thing is, but it's it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of on the beat, but slightly, lightly, lightly hanging by a thread. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why he's doing. It. He's like, you ain't gonna be able to tell if but I'm you, on beat. But you can tell when he does it to every song. You know that, like, no right? Song. That's all he got. Magnificent. All I, and doing his ballads, he's doing the same. Yo, right. it's funny because uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, go ahead. I think uh, Alicia Keys played Karma, that song Karma, mm-hmm. and he, she looked back and he was like tapping his feet. <laughs> she took a look back at his feet one time, turned back around, like, oh shit, this thing is false. Right. <laughs> he, was on the one, he was on the ones and threes. Right. <laughs> Off the beat. Now, now that, one song, that one song she played at the end, A Good uh, Perfect Time to Die or something like that, that thing was a powerful song. I don't, I don't know if it's um out yet, but she always got she got a lot of powerful songs. No, but yeah, she her album. I looked it up. Crazy. She's got an album coming out in December mm. of this year. December, wow. Yeah, and it, it's on Apple. It's on Apple Tunes. I don't know if any of the if it can be released. I just looked it up. But her last album was 2016. Mm. She's had these four year gaps because before that, on fire was 2012. So I'm like looking at her, you know, looking at her, uh, her, uh, you know, her catalog, and I'm like, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Though. Like, if you're gonna come out every two, three, four years, put it, make then, it, make it big. Right, right, and you make the the album what you wanted to be. You take your time on rush it. What's y'all, what's y'all favorite Alicia yeah. Keys song? Um, Ooh, anything stand out me, to you? I'm ready. Yeah, that's how I was gonna say. Yeah, that's like too. That's <laughs> that's you know what? When I like that, um, <laughs> that's good, Drake. Um. <laughs> 
Uh, is it called Tonight? Where is uh, that song? I want to find out a way to hold oh, you yeah. without you. I don't know what it's called. Tonight. It might be called that one right there. That beat. That's mm-hmm. good. One. I like the um. Who was the? What was the teenage love affair? Yeah, teenage love affair too. That's a banger too. That's, banger that too. Yeah. that's back when she first came out. Right? Is that? What, is that what Usher? Sure, no, that's that's that. Oh yeah, that's my book. Me and Kelly were singing out karaoke. I fuck that song. All the way up. What kind of shoes does a lazy person wear? What kind of Flip shoes does a lazy person wear? Loafers. Loafers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I bought some shoes from, speaking of shoes, I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. Oh, <laughs> you tripping all day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, why can't a nose be 12 inches? Cause that'd be Why? A foot. Cause that's a because foot. then it'll be a foot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is a foot joke? Yay! <laughs> How do you find Will Smith in the snow? How do you find Will Smith in the snow? Yes. Mm. You have to look for prints. You, have you to what? Look, you gotta look for fresh prints. <laughs> the fresh prints. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where this was going. I was going with the emoji like this. <laughs> I didn't know at first, but then I, when I thought about it, that's pretty clever too. I like that. <laughs> you look for fresh prints. That's good. I like that. that was, yeah, I like that. What did Delaware? What did Delaware? What the what? What did Delaware? <laughs> what did Delaware? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What did Delaware? What did Delaware? I think, I, maybe it was a New Jersey, but Alaska. <laughs> ah, but Alaska. <laughs> what happens when an artist has trouble finding inspiration? What, what happened, Rob? She draws a blank. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, everybody. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yo, Paul, this beer is weird as shit, yo. Oh, is it? Yo, what concert costs 50, uh, what concert costs just 45 cents? 50, 50 cents. cents featuring Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. It was like we won't get you with this one. That was good though. You lose your phone, you lose your wallet. At least you still got your keys. Hey, at least you still got your keys. On message. Unthinkable. That's my joint. That's that's what it's called. I forget. But I, yeah. how does a penguin build an igloo or build its house? One Some with an igloo. One brick Some with an igloo because I gave it away. Yeah. No. <laughs> Glues it together. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. So when, when does a, a, a joke become a dad joke? When it's not I funny? Know. I don't know. <laughs> when it's apparent. 
Und es ist This is fucking horrible. <laughs> they oh are really God. terrible. Right, they're, they're funny, but they're terrible. Right. Like they're, they're funny because they're stupid. Right. Yep. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. Why he close oh, his eyes? That, there go that track. Drake. Yeah. Because Drake wrote it, you mean? Is that, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Drake wrote I'm ready. Because he's in the remix, right? He's in the remix. Oh, he, he is a, in that. He has, yeah, a verse, he, is. he has a verse in the remix. Yeah, yeah that's my joint right there. Yo, thing a, but if, if you listen to that whole song and then just think, listen to a Drake song, you can just yeah, hear yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm a real big fan of uh, people who monologue in their songs. So my favorite Alicia Keys song is You Don't Know My Name. Oh, really? You're a big okay. fan of that? Well, yeah, she, I love. I love she, she did the story about that. Life. She said Kanye told her to do it. She wasn't on. A, she yeah. was on the fence about it. Yeah, she ain't like she wasn't. She wasn't with it. No, but I like you don't know my name for a different reason. I like it because of the keys in that song, right? Mm. The keys oh are like crazy, and then it go. Yeah. You know what's up when it hit that? Oh man, that's yeah. It. Keys really are good. Really it's, good it's a really good song. Them Alicia got keys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she um, I guess I guess that's her thing. Those red pianos. She did the red piano on. Um, I thought that was just when I saw her on Red Table Talk on uh Jada Pinkett Smith's um oh, show yeah. on Facebook. I thought that was kind of like for that set, red mm. because it was Red Table Talk. But that must be her like signature thing that that red piano. <laughs> I saw that when when I saw her too again. Yeah, I think that yeah, because yeah, when I saw her in concert, she had a rep, rep piano. So I'm, that probably is her, uh, her, her, yeah. her look. That's her little signature, her little look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like we some release to the keys. I'm mm-hmm. surprised that them two haven't done more stuff together. I mean, I know they're they're kind of like the same version, of the same version of each other. Yeah, the female and male but, version of each other. And obviously, but they're they they together. Yeah, yeah, maybe they're, they're on something. Yeah, maybe maybe something coming, Dev. You may have said something. Yeah. Who the next is that, Rob? You know anybody know who the next person? But it must be must be big because he said it's gonna be bananas. Can't wait. That's what Swiss said. Well, a le- there's Michael a lot Jackson of talk. and um, say that. Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson. I'm about to say there's a lot of talk if there's gonna be an Usher Chris Brown. Now that 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 that, that, needs, that needs that that'll be huge. That will be the huge yeah. boy. Actually, it's uh because they move because they want the Apple Music. It can only be one. It could be Dr. Dre and Pharrell, baby. Mm. <laughs> That'd be good, though. That's a good one. That's, That's a good, good one, Rob. Mm. Have you heard about that, or are you just no, making just it up? Because because Beats, Apple, Apple, Apple. Y'all hear them Swiss Beats? You out there in Swiss Beats? I know you hear it. I only put it together because Beats and Apple Music. I was like, oh, Beats, Apple. Okay, they own they own Beats. Hello, Dr. Dre, Pharrell. Right, right. Big time. Yo, there you go. There you ever go. Teddy Riley, ever since Teddy Riley uh, went against Babyface, you can't keep that nigga off the ground. Uh, he cannot. I know. He's sitting there in his white robe. Get, get out of the camera. You ain't even doing nothing. <laughs> I don't even want to see you in no, no white robe. Just sit there. That nigga, said, that nigga said, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm relevant again. I, mean, I, I saw him perform with, uh, with Keith Sweat uh, last year, year before last. No, don't y'all go like every year? You did rock it, huh? Anytime Key Sweat come around, y'all don't y'all go? I Pretty don't much. Go. No, not me. Uh, not me. Okay. okay. Only when we was in Vegas. That's your that's your wife. That's yeah, your wife. Yeah, yeah. All on her. <laughs> he can, he, don't get me wrong, he can sing, but like I mean, I just seen him once. You see him? You see him once? You see him? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen I've seen John Legend like three or four times, and I, I always uh it's a good time. 
Always a good time. I don't think I like seeing the same person in concert because it's like uh, concerts cost money, and I already seen you. So yeah, that could be <laughs> most of the time they're coming out with a new album, so they do the they do the new joints and the and the old joints. That's, that's fine. Yeah. I catch them. Yeah. I catch them on the ten year anniversary. Of the, the year, the year that um, <laughs> Beyonce and Jay Z did that um, on the Run tour. I think I was. I mean, I was. I would think I was pleasantly surprised at the one we went to at the uh, Citizens Bank Park so much that uh, I wanted to. And I and I, I didn't know if they were going to do something special or spectacular, but I just happened to be in San Francisco or Oakland that same year in August. And stumbled across some like stupid, ridiculously low tickets, like on StubHub, where I was able to see them at the San Francisco Giants. You stumble on them. You found them because you well, were. I was looking. <laughs> I was looking. I was looking. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yo, two Double tickets three. only gonna cost me 150, and they weren't like nosebleeds. Like, I'm like, yo, we here. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> and so I got to see that concert twice. But I thought. At the end of it, I thought they were going to do something special because the San Francisco uh, show was the last U.S. tour for the tour. So I was like, oh, they probably going to do something. Same damn show. <laughs> Same damn show in a different state. <laughs> but it was cool to be there. Like, it'd be like, yo, it was a whole different vibe because right, right. San Francisco is it's on the water. You know, people that didn't even pay to go to the concert could actually see the big Trinitron screens like even from outside the stadium because that's how big it was. And you know, it was a, it was I guess it was a it was a different experience I, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Um Tori says she Tori was says she wanted to go see uh freaking I was about uh, to say Jay she wanted to go see J. Cole everywhere. <laughs> J. Cole like 80 right. times. Speaking of right. uh J. Cole, y'all hear his new song, Snow on the Bluff? No. Uh, y'all ever see that movie Snow on the Bluff? <laughs> no. Oh. What is that? Is that? I ain't even gonna tell you about it. Find Yo, is it that, on, the, is that find the movie it on with Netflix. the dude with the camera? Nigga, yeah, that's the movie. Remember, I told you about God it. Stole the camera years ago. I was like, <laughs> don't watch that movie. Yo, don't waste your time. Don't do That's one of them. That's what one of them Bruce Brothers things. Yo, man. Yo, nigga, I thought that I watched somebody get murdered watching that movie. <laughs> yo, I still don't know if it's real or not. Don't what? know. Yo, y'all gotta watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Y'all gonna be like, yo, y'all gonna be calling cops. Oh, sir! I just watched somebody get murdered. I think it was like ten years ago, but but it was on Netflix. And they murdered him. Uh, snow on a blow. Huh. Was the song dope? Um, it was interesting because uh, I mean, there's some some very opinions because he was he was trying to say, um, maybe he's not doing a, doing enough. People say uh, snow. Um, um, J Cole does a, does a lot uh, for the community and stuff like that, but he. Said in his words, he felt yes, like an imposter. He felt like an imposter because, and then he was talking about. Um, he was like, there, there was a lady on Instagram talking about folks saying uh, woke enough and stuff like that. And he took that opinion. He took that in terms of he. She felt like he was criticizing him, but she might not. You talking about the, was it some type of beef with some other rap, female rapper? No, no, no. He was just talking about some uh, a smart, uh, an educated, highly educated woman on Instagram talking about y'all should be already knowing this kind of stuff. And he was like, well. Don't don't scold us, educate us, mm-hmm. type of thing, right? And yeah, uh, because the same because you the people you preaching to are the only ones listening. So you got to go into the hood and speak to them in a, in in, some, in a way that they can understand, and so they can so you can kind of like a gardener, kind of grow them. Right. And, and so so it was an interesting uh, interesting. By I mean, obviously, 
lyrically. He is uh, is a, a master wordsmith. Uh, but there was some very. I, I mean, I thought. The, I, I mean, I understood his message, um, for sure. Um, sometimes, I mean, sometimes people say, "Do the um, well." You should have been new about that kind of stuff because I know it. But everybody grew up in the same household, so you gotta, yeah, they're not on the same level. You got to get them on your right. So you got to allow them the space to grow, and, and it's because sometimes if you feel like you're being criticized, then you be like, "Fuck it, I'm not." Hey, you don't right. you don't want me yeah. to, you don't want me to learn, so I'm a I'm a head right. out. Uh, so then another thing, <laughs> I see what you did, Rob. <laughs> and, and then, like, uh, with with the other thing is that if they so say, like, I think it all boils down to how you were raised. Like, is going to determine how you raise your kids and what you tell them about. Oh, because, like, because, like, we came up with learning about Kwanzaa and and of course Juneteenth and stuff Juneteenth. like that. But a lot of people don't fall in that category in their family because they didn't right. know. Their, right. their parents didn't really uh, say anything about celebrate. it. Celebrate. So they didn't like, celebrate a lot. Yeah. And right. so it just happens that we, of course, like, like I always tell people, like, my mom had it easy because of her, her job that she was in, her profession, right? right? Like, and it was she like, never really had to have, like, she dodged the whole sex joke. I mean, the sex talk because she didn't have to because she threw us everywhere. And every time somebody was having an event or something, we had to go to it. To go and to they it. always had the sex talk with the te- with the kids. <laughs> Right, like she got over easy on that one. But, uh, <laughs> she, she, was, she she had she was dialed in. She was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, that's the thing. It's like that. That's the type of environment that we grew up in. But it's like a lot of people didn't have that. So it's like I understand if a lot of people don't know about it. Like like even some kids don't know about it because their parents didn't really know. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Any uh, history? I was going to tell night. a time traveling joke, but you guys didn't get it. <laughs> that is that was the most bad joke. <laughs> See, y'all didn't get it because I went. I was going to tell it, but I was. I went to the future and came back. <laughs> well, I thought that was remarkable. That thing is on. That, that was, that was, that was yeah, third eye yeah, joke. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about I that. I love that. I love that status. <laughs> 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 shouldn't have me laughing this hard. That's stupid. <laughs> it, might, it might be the 7.4 I'm drinking right now. I'm just joking. Nah, it might <laughs> so, uh, this, this is a 12. Mm. Woo! Yeah. Oh, Yo, yeah. is that is it beefy, y'all? Is like the jerky? Just, the crazy part is is that it just tastes it tastes like a stout, but it's kind of got a little smokiness Smoke, to yeah. it. Yeah, it, mm. it's, it's not really a um it, like but that it smells like it or like the German like beer we took we had that ain't that ain't yeah oh uh, yeah that ain't <laughs> <laughs> but it smells like again it, it smells like beef jerky oh that's okay because okay. when I smelled that's it weird. I was like that is weird as hell yeah mm. but it's not bad um all right um anything else going on in uh in the world uh that you want to talk about I know uh everything's uh, depressing so what can you talk about. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a uplifting, uplifting day. Not, not, not everything is depressing. There's some good things. A lot happen. of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of things are depressing. Um, I think, I, I think, um, one of the things that I really latched on to, and it has me still engaged in um, Black Lives Matters, for example, uh, is something that a panelist. Um, said about a week ago he was being uh, he was on a panel of people with 
uh, and, and Oprah was also kind of uh, leading that panel. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> Why the fuck did he just pop up with a mask? Let me let me continue. <laughs> right, that was um, shit. <laughs> one of the things that this pastor was saying. No, don't get me. Be safe out there. Okay, be safe. Um, one of the things that the pastor was really saying, and I think that really stuck with me the most, is, um, you know, sometimes when there's, you know, there's there's death or there's darkness or there's sadness, um, we have been programmed to um, mourn for a short while, um, or for, uh, you know, kind of, you know, mourn for the day that there is to remember remember a person or whatever, and then things just go back to normal, and um, and you kind of just. You know, the world just keeps turning and everything goes back to normal. And he was saying that, you know, the reason why this time that we're seeing a lot of uh, protests that are continuing uh, rallies around Black Lives Matter and everything like that is because this let the let the country mourn the way it's supposed to mourn. Um, Don't put a timestamp to it. Uh, Let, you know, you know, obviously, unlike George Floyd, who could not breathe. Let us breathe. Let us need use as much time as we need as possible to uh, mourn. Um, and we've been more or less accustomed and brain kind of controlled or brainwashed to think that, you know, we are supposed to only mourn for this short duration. Um, and with something that's um, as huge that has really started to change a lot uh, from, I mean, now Juneteenth being a, a, a state holiday uh, to, um, you know, police officers in some states, not all cases, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, kneeling with, uh, kneeling with protesters or, or and, and, and just a, a, along with just trying to figure out this whole, uh, reform for, um, for police officers. So I know I said a lot, but I think that those are things that are, um, prayers that have been coming or that have been prayed for, for a long time, just with, prayer and change. Um, so I think that it's, that that's some good that's come out of uh, what we've experienced from the pandemic, uh, followed by the, you know, the, the, the riots and protests that have happened. So I'm happy to see that the country is shifting and it's changing and it's getting a lot of the people uh, that's kind of been sitting at the top to recognize more and be um, open to it and, and not uh, continue to, you know, just kind of uh, push it under the rug or, or not address a lot of the uh, imbalance. Right, right. And, and I agree. I think it's a, it's um it's an interesting time because you, like I, like because some people have I guess varying opinions because you see some of the corporations trying to make changes, but then people say, well, it should have already been changed. But I mean, how, right. where where do we stand? Do you want them to change it or not? Nah? Right. Mean, Don't get hung up on that. They should have been. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, I mean they were talking better, about the, better late uh, than never. Right. Because they were talking about Aunt Mama, Uncle Ben, and uh, it was a third one. Cream of wheat. Uh, uh, cream, cream of wheat. Yeah. Um, so it was like they. Okay, and I think Mrs. Butterworth is also looking to um, change as well. Okay. And actually, uh, the um, I think some of the college football said uh, anybody who um, um, has a, a Confederate flag. Uh, in their game, they won't be available play, playoffs, or they can't participate, or something like that. I was like, "Well, well, see what there." So, so people ask why you protest. This is why you bring more awareness and and really shine the light. You can't and you can't take your foot off the graph. I think it's been uh, 
It's been like 22 days, um, a protest, continuous protest. So, I mean, shout out to everybody who's still out there um, doing their thing. I mean, we, we were out in the streets yesterday uh, doing the uh, – was that yesterday? Saturday? Oh, yeah, that was technically yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doing yeah. the uh, caravan, the Juneteenth caravan throughout the communities, uh, letting people know that we're here, we see them, uh, and just remember to, to celebrate Juneteenth. Yo, awesome. Shout out to all the people who saw me after the caravan, right? So after the caravan, I went about my business. Right. I had some errands to run, and you saw how my car was decorated yesterday. Right. I had all types of... It, my daughter put all types of messages on the car. I can't breathe. Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, just a bunch of stuff. We had the fist on there, Juneteenth celebration on there. And people, even after the caravan, there's people going their horn at me. Like, they saw me at the Walmart. People were staring at the car like, oh, snap. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's still on my car right now, parked in my driveway. And... I just feel like that. I'm going to just leave it there. If the rain washes it off, that's fine. I may even put it back on there. But one thing is that I live in a a, a historic part of, of Delaware because this was like, it was a big bomb in here of the first uh, black couple that moved into the uh, to the uh, neighborhood. They were Their house was bombed back in the day. And now here is predominantly brown and black people that live in the neighborhood. But you still have get scattered around white people that that and some of them are racist and you know it because they just from their actions you can tell. And um have you went across the street yet and shook your neighbor's yeah, hand? See, nah, see, exactly. But <laughs> yeah, so, I mean you know, so I'm gonna leave it on there and on the black on the back of my car and it's pulled into the driveway on the back of my car it says still proud. I said still still black, still proud. And it's still awesome as fuck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's gonna stay there. All right. Yeah, <laughs> so you can see it. All right. Uh, all right. Um. Well, I was about to say another dad joke, but um, I lost my dad joke. So. I'm glad it probably was. It probably must have been the worst one <laughs> <laughs> for you to lose it. Who was the worst one? That was God. Uh-huh, here you go. <laughs> Doctor, I keep seeing an insect buzzing around me. Don't worry. That's just a bug that's going around. Don't, don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, all right. On that note. Um, <laughs> um, being, that, being that it is Father's Day, um, I want to talk to the, the first-time fathers um, who are first-time fathers. And if you have any sage words of advice for first-time fathers, we can, you can go around the horn. Uh, and mm. if you have a, for, words of advice for first-time fathers. First-time fathers, uh, patience is a virtue. There you go. Ooh, yeah. Good, good you, don't know, you don't know everything, but you don't have to take everyone's advice. Learn on the fly. Mm. My favorite saying that... Uh, I've coined is no one to lead, no one to follow. There you go. No one to hold on. <laughs> no one to walk. Love you coined that first? Devin, you coined <laughs> that first? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, always yes. say, I, always, I always say love them and be present. No matter yeah. who they are, just you got to love them and be present. And I yeah. mean, just being present is a, is, is a world that makes a world of a difference. But listen, 
hey, that, doesn't mean just, that. that doesn't mean just buy them presents and think you're doing the right thing. No, right. That means be present. present. Be, be available. <laughs> be available to them. <laughs> be present. Somebody was like, oh, oh I'm Bruce and Ben and just buy them presents. <laughs> in the long run, when your children are grown, they'll appreciate that walk that y'all had 15 years ago yeah. more than the, the game that you bought them for Christmas. Right. There, right. Can I, I, know can I, I share? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know, I know, no, you were saying I know my, what? From my childhood, I know that I appreciate more of the talks that I've had with my mother and my father throughout growing up than I do any gift that they ever gave me. Like, the gift was the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, wanted to share a little uh, letter that my son actually typed up. Now he's got a laptop. Um, you know, he typed me uh, a, a, a letter so to speak. Personally. Oh, he's showing off. So, uh, <laughs> a, little piece, a little piece of that um, just shows to a lot of things we touched on today, just from being consistent, um, from being kind of that, you know, being a student, being the teacher, um, being the role model. Uh, this is how the letter started off. Uh, I love my dad. He is the best dad in the whole world. My favorite things um, about him are uh, that we bike ride, uh, that he works um, and he sings. So, um, and then he goes in to describe, let me tell you more about my dad. So just in that first line, without even going any further, shows me that he's watching, he's observing, and he sees my consistency. Even through this um, quarantine, I make it a point to get up from this computer, um, not stay chained to it, get up and every, every you know, if it's, even if it's a 15 minute break, I got, let's hit it. Let's go through the neighborhood take a ride down by the pond or whatever and, and come back and you know it, it means a lot to a kid to where hey he doesn't he's not gonna know anything different if I if I don't show up you know and if I not if I'm not present so that, that's just a little excerpt yeah so. sure. that was dope I mean and just and for all the fathers um, like everything things are constantly evolving and even fatherhood evolves as well because I mean before you might have had to father that Worked nine to five, came home, ate the big piece of chicken, and just went about his went to bed, watched his sat in his couch, and uh, watched his favorite shows. But now you see more fathers are more hands on, changing uh, me- changed many diapers, diapers. <laughs> yeah. uh, bath Beating time, everything. bath time, uh, story time. Uh, so don't yep. don't be afraid to get get in there. Actually, I, actually, you, sh- you should be uh, more yep. a partnership with the, your uh, significant other, may it be whoever it is, uh, your wife, yep. your husband, your girlfriend. Uh, whoever it is, just be present and be involved. Um, my my, my witchcock, you won't grooving down. <laughs> yeah, and it's going slowly, and I keep watching. It's still going right there. <laughs> and, uh, uh, all right. Well, this is um has been the seventy sixth edition of Bruising Banter Podcast. Uh, but before uh we go, I need to uh know where everybody can be found on these social media. So, Dev, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram um, at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. All right. Lou? Uh, for all your beer needs, Lou Belgium, I'm on them Instagrams. And you can find me, 302Yoda, on Instagram at 302Yoda and on Instagram and Facebook at Delaware on Grind. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts like iHeartRadio and Pandora. 
And you can check us out on YouTube as well if you want to see at least my gorgeous face. I'm sure. <laughs> He's going to make all the shots focus on him. Yo, not with his sliding-ass camera. That thing going down. Let's see his forehead. It's only, it's only when I'm... Uh, <laughs> I make sure I'm holding it when I'm not talking, when I'm talking. So, therefore, it's always in focus. Always <laughs> in focus. <laughs> Why say it like don't that? La- don't laugh at him, boy. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Because <laughs> he's... Your, your, cam- your camera, you saying you, uh, it's doing the Harlem shake a little bit, though. Well, that's because I'm holding it. And, I'm, like... and I'm laughing. <laughs> that nigga body move when he laughs. Yeah. That's me. My whole shoulders. King, 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 king. Everybody's la- everybody's shoulder moves when you laugh because it's from here. <laughs> um, I like that shirt, Yoda. Oh, nigga, we ain't going to. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Freshest. And on the mic, I'm known to be the freshest. And like, oh, it didn't be too hard. I'm not a sucker, so I don't need a bodyguard. Uh, it got some nice shit on the back of it, too. But, um, yeah, I, I want my... Yo, shout out to the Fresh Fest. <laughs> shout out to Fresh Fest. is not happening this year. I want, I want my refund, nigga. <laughs> you getting that voucher. You getting that credit. Yeah, we'll see you in 2021. It give us us more. You know what? This gonna give us more time to stack up our coins. We stand in that. We stand in a big ass mansion out there. Yo, man. If yo, listen. I'm I'm speaking it right now. Yeah, I get it, but I can't put my faith in this. uh, Another one happening. Yeah, it's like when. Man, I don't even want to speak on it. You know what? I I think I I think it'll get resolved. Right. I think it'll get resolved. I think that you know it becomes one of those things. Yeah, it's for the it's for the culture and for the it's, big, it's bigger than the people involved. Exactly, it's, it's much bigger. Than the people they, can't, involved. they can't afford for this something as this of this magnitude to fold. Um, so, without going into it, I think that the uh, message is out. The uh, you know people are asking what can they do to help some settle some differences. I think it'll be all worked out. We're gonna be in there. Twenty twenty one, baby. Yeah. Right. Well, I see y'all like I see y'all like the Delaware. Uh, <laughs> Delaware. Oh, hopefully, it hasn't been po- it hasn't been canceled yeah, yet, right? It hasn't been canceled right. yet. So right. we just need to play our part. It's August 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 twenty second. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, this has again been episode seventy six. Seventy sixers. Doing low, doing low. Until. Uh, Next time, happy Father's Day. Have a good week, everyone. Happy Father's Day, all the best. Safe travels, Rockaloo. Huh? Safe travels this week. Thank you. All right. Yeah. I got beer for all y'all. I'll make sure I get it to y'all. I'm going back to the south. I'm going back, 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 back. When my roots ain't watered down. Growing, growing like a bob bob tree. All life on for the ground. That bob bob tree. You heard that, Lou? <laughs> now, now everybody talking about that bow bow tree. I know, yeah, it's I crazy. think that we just hearing it so much more now. Uh, let me uh, say that uh, fatherhood is a privilege uh, that have been bestowed upon me, and I'm gonna uh, take it from the male perspective because the day is Father's Day, and. And I don't want to take anything from mothers because I think 
in my case, my mother was a big part of the type of father I am. But I'm taking from uh, Mel's perspective in terms of how things come down from generations that I know in terms of being a dad, looking at my father. Um, and I always, my father raised 10 children. I raised four. And I always looked up to my dad and I thought he was a special man. And I think that the person that I became uh, had a lot to do with the discipline and the things that he taught me in terms of to be a man. But in terms of my children, uh, I was the type of individual that I believed in our neighborhood and the males in our neighborhood, the ones with wisdom. I always wanted to sit down and talk to them and learn, but uh, that de defining individuals and, and, and the last person and the first person I wanted to think about when I made the decision was my dad, okay? Um, when I raised my kids, I always tried to take a mixture of what have, had been instilled in me and um, what I thought how the world evolved because I remember growing up and hearing things about you know that's old and that's how they did it and and those type of things but I never ever abandoned those thoughts of uh, how things was done and knowing that my kids was in a different time zone than myself I tried to uh, listen to my children as much as I uh, wanted them to listen to me but uh, you know I've always thought that uh, I would be the final say after listening to them and uh, and I was I was very lucky very lucky with three daughters and a son that uh, that I worked very hard, tried to do and give them things that uh, that they needed uh, to be successful and successful in terms of uh, development, education, and uh, just all around individuals. And, and that was important to me, that my kids would be well-rounded. Uh, not individuals uh, who looked at other individuals, uh, kids, and thought they were better or, or any worse. Uh, I wanted my kids to be fair, coming from going back now to a mother who was a minister and uh, the biblical aspect of uh, my upbringing with my dad uh, being a guy who were well-rounded in terms of the Bible and the street, you know, and and I took a, a lot of that, and you know, we, we we as children growing up 
Uh, we had a lot of a conversation among ourselves in terms of what I, where we wanted to go and when we had children. And I remember all those things. And I tried to do the best that I could do with what I had in terms of my children. And I think that uh, being a father, being a black father in America is very, very, is a lot more difficult than a lot of people think. You know, you got to think outside the box. You got to make sure your kids uh, know that uh, when they look at themselves, they see images and that image is the greatest thing that there is. You know, I, I, I never let my kids have white dolls. Everything had to be somewhat looked like me or my parents. And I thought that was important. And, uh, and luckily for me, my, I, I feel as though my kids kind of looked at that and, and, and took those things and those values that I had and they ran with it. And I, I, I was, you know, looking back at my kids, I'm so proud of where, where they have come and, and how they are, uh, their accomplishments. I look today at how they're raising their kids, they, especially my daughters, the type of men that they marry. I think that they kind of looked at their dad and kind of thought that, you know, we don't want someone so different from my dad. And of course, they're not going to get anything like me. But uh, I think they got great husbands. And and my son, I, I, I tried to instill in him all the values. And he was a little different than the girls. And that was a challenge, especially uh, being a black man and uh, at the time when I had to work, spent a lot of time out of the house and had to rely on my wife a lot. And then I had to come home and, and try to fix things, you know. But I, I did the best I could, and, and I'm proud of where he is today. But it wasn't easy, yeah, uh, raising a black male. And, and, and this, these times are very difficult times. And I think that you got to keep your eye on the prize in terms of your children. And you can never lose focus in terms of where they come from and where they, where they're going. So my journey with my children, I, I feel as though it's been exceptional. And could it have been better? Anything could have been better. Uh, could it have been worse? a lot worse but you know where I am with the kids now I'm so proud and as I said it's a privilege and I've taken that responsibility very serious in terms of my children yeah. Thank you. Thank you.